El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of weekly columns for a bunch of internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then, I would come on this show to defend those opinions. But now, I do whatever the fuck I want. Joining me today, she is one half of the duo who hosts the Two Non-Doctors podcast, which you can hear right here on the Unpops Podcast Network. She's also a fantastic comic who you should go see tell jokes sometime. Ladies and gentlemen, Liz Mealy. Also joining me, she is also one half of the duo that hosts the Two Non-Doctors podcast that you can hear right here on the Unpops Network. She's also a fantastic comedian who you should go see tell jokes sometime. And she's one of my favorite people in the whole world. Ladies and gentlemen, Maria Shahada. It's going to be a great show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. Joining me as co-host this week, ooh, my favorite co-host of all, no co-host. But I do have a couple of guests, Maria Shahada and Liz Mealy from the Two Non-Doctors podcast, which you goddamn better be listening to on the Unpops Network. How's everyone doing? Good. Ooh, good. <laughs> Match my enthusiasm. <laughs> I feel like I did there it is. There it is. We did it. <laughs> As I mentioned, Liz and Maria host the Two Non-Doctors podcast. And because of that, we're talking about health news today, sort of. Some of this stuff. You've listened to the podcast before, people listening to this. Yeah. We'll veer off into some shit. Yeah, you can also, I'm on the most recent episode of Two Non-Doctors. If anyone wants to go check that out, you can hear me telling a horrifying story about having a boy Adam, under my armpit. I had to edit that, and it was unfair. And I hated you. She was I hated you, you for the past week. <laughs> That's understandable. It was quite an ordeal. Like, he knew what he was doing. <laughs> so mad at you i think it's, it's the only time i've like, told that story that wasn't like behind a paywall i think <laughs> yeah. oh really yeah okay well Norm yeah our full story is behind a paywall still so yeah, yeah, yeah and i have to put a warning on it marie's like are you gonna put a warning i was like yeah i'm gonna put a warning then it's gonna be like hey you need to either be a doctor or into this shit <laughs> yeah yeah don't be eating when you listen to that so should we get into these stories we got a lot to cover yeah let's do it this first one is exciting, right? I think. CDC says fully vaccinated people don't have to wear masks indoors or out. It's the dream we have all dreamed of. COVID is over. Let's spit at each other. Right? <laughs> like it's done. We're Bust done. out those birthday candles. Let's fucking yeah. spit again. It's just hard to be excited because I live in a neighborhood where nobody was wearing a mask anyway. It's one of those things where like, we're like, woo, and everybody else is like, this doesn't affect me because I've never listened. Yeah, I imagine it's like that in probably a good part of the Midwest. My mom, most of my yeah. family lives in Wisconsin or South Dakota, and both of those places, I think people probably want to fight you if you're wearing a mask. Actually, because I'm on the other end of that, I'm looking forward to not wanting to kill. Like when, when I see people on public transportation not wearing a mask and I'm oh. just like infuriated because I'm just like, oh, I'm so glad I'm protecting you from my germs. And then you don't but you're not crap about me. The same for me. And it's just like now with that rule, like if I were in the States, at least I can be like, well, maybe they're vaccinated. And so that anger goes away, whether it's true or not. Like, and, but I don't know how they're going to enforce that or regulate it. There's no way to do that. You might as well just say everyone cannot wear a mask. Yeah. Well, basically the way I interpreted it is as a vaccinated person, you don't have to be scared of unvaccinated people. So really it's just like, it doesn't, it just affects the vaccinated people. The unvaccinated people either weren't scared to begin with and weren't going to care about others. So it's just like, really it's about markings where you're just like, you just, before we knew who cared about others and who didn't care about others. And now we don't know at all. Yeah. I could see this being the point in history where we start having to show vaccination cards to go places. 
Because I that's, think that's right that, around the corner. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only way you're going to be able to reasonably enforce something like this. And even then, you don't know if someone just stole a stack of those paper cards or it's made a copy be a black of market one. For it, like, like, no, I think it's card? all going to be. I got you. <laughs> Sorry to kill your joke. I think it's all going to be. It happens all the time. All the time. I know. <laughs> I'm such, yeah. Every you, time I edit, I'm like, it would have been nice to hear what I said. <laughs> That's you so why much. you record yourselves separately. Then you can edit <laughs> yeah, the other person out. Put the volume up. Yeah. Just erase her and just put my fucking punchline in. And then because you it's won't called go auto on duck, now. Maria. Google it. This is how you know Maria loves me, that she's just like, okay, that's yeah, We'll talk about this later. I'll tell um, it on stage, maybe. It's fine. No, no. But what's funny is like the vaccination cards is just so I went to a college where because, you know, like this is what over 15 years ago, but our college ID was probably as big as those vaccination cards. And they were like shitty laminated. And by like two weeks of them being in your wallet and sticking out, they were just like disintegrating. Yeah. And we're like, why can't we have something that looks like a credit card? 10 years later, they're like, we now have the technology. And you're like, okay, a place (laughs) that I paid way too much money to go to. But with the vaccination cards, it feels the same thing, but I think everything's going to get digitalized very soon. So you can't fake it because we're all in a system. So eventually people are going to, you know, it's just going to be like those QR codes where somebody goes like, doof, you've had two Modernas, doof, you've had J and J. Like, I think that it has to go that way. Yeah. I would rather. Which is exciting. Yeah, I'd I'd rather it be like an implant in my hand that I just wave under a sensor (laughs) or something. Like, if that's the future we're headed for, let's just dive in. I mean, I was going to say, it's going to be exciting because like when you're dating now, you can just like scan each other's QR codes to see your disease history. And it's like, but you're over the chlamydia. I saw that you had it in 2019 and it's gone. All right. Well, like, let's let's fuck about a condom, but lots of babies. (laughs) Yeah, it's (laughs) like a problem in Texas. Like a Carfax report. You have the whole history of damage before you put that money down. I see you've been ghosting a lot of people as well. Your text history is coming through and there's a lot of unanswered text messages, Brian. Like your resume (laughs) says you got a 4.1 at Harvard. That's incredible. If I could just see your phone. (laughs) There was a story we covered on last week's episode There was a bar owner in Central California who was arrested for selling fake COVID vaccination cards out of his shitty bar. So, yeah, it's going to have to be a database because it's not like these cards are hard to reproduce. I know we were in a rush, but they could have put it on something a little more substantial. Okay, (laughs) you know, you can can buy them at a a stationery shop. I feel like when you get like, you know, like we'll get our eyebrows threaded or you go get a coffee, like they have like a unique stamp. Like it doesn't even have that on it. It doesn't even have something that's a little harder to reproduce. It's just somebody writing like CVS in your birthday. Like, I just feel like it's so much easier to fake this than it is to like fake your 10th eyebrow waxing. And I I think because of how fragile these cards are, people are getting a little too nervous about them. Like, oh, well, if I lose this card, if I need a booster, I'm never going to get one because I don't have my card. Your doctor can just give you another card. The person who gave you the vaccination can just give you another card. It's not yeah, Do you think somebody serious. at CVS is going to be like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Here you go. They don't. Like, they, keep, they keep records. Yeah, they keep records. There is, a da- there is actually a database Can you already. just, like, borrow somebody's card? Can I borrow your vaccination card? I want to go to this pub. <laughs> Could you imagine, like, like, fake IDs? Like, I had my sister's ID when I was in college to get into bars. I love the idea that, like, what if, you, like, now you have to have a fake ID and whoever got vaccinated just to go out somewhere. Yeah, that's going to be a thing. Two forms of identification. But, but America, enjoy, like, not wearing a mask. Because, like, that's freedom that we didn't know we were going to want. <laughs> like, two years Years ago, we had no idea how much this was going to be such a freeing. What I love is, I mean, a lot of people on our side, I guess, the side that actually cared about COVID, all through COVID were like, will you just listen to the doctors? Will you just listen to the science? And now the CDC is like, you don't have to wear masks indoors. And a lot of us are like, okay, pump the brakes, science. I think I'll know when it's time to not wear a mask. I am a little scared. Like, you also have to follow state rules. So it's not like we all whipped yeah. off our masks yesterday because New York hasn't said we're allowed to do that. And then, of course, you have to follow. Like, if you go into a store and they say wear a mask, you wear a mask. Yeah. But it is a little funny that everybody's like, we're going maskless. And I'm just like, I'm just not comfortable right now. And I'm just thinking about my choices. Like, I feel so reserved as soon as I heard it. I was like, 
cool, but like, I'm not ready. Yeah. I think that's how a lot of people feel. And you still have to wear them on public transportation. And like you said, when you go in a place, I'm going to a movie today and they demand that I wear a mask, but also there's like five empty seats around you when you go to a movie now. So it's fine either way. I went to a movie between lockdowns here and they, you have to wear your mask through the movie unless you're eating. And they, it was table service, like, well, chair service at the thing. So I was like, (laughs) I was like ordering the whole menu. Cause I I mean, you know, it's, I was eating. <laughs> there was nobody in the theater anyway, so it wasn't like I was contaminating everyone around me, but it was that Christopher Nolan movie, so no one was there. Mm, yeah, I saw <laughs> just the most subtle, harshest dig at him. <laughs> <laughs> I hated that movie and I hate him for it. <laughs> the meal was delicious, though. I loved eating in the dark by myself. They had fresh salsa, guys, in London. <laughs> wow, wow, fresh salsa. Where they Fuck even get off. the vegetables that awesome. for that in London? I That's crazy. No. <laughs> Yeah, the first movie I went to after theaters reopened was In the Earth, and that's a terrible fucking movie, but I did like being in, I was literally the only one in the theater, but also the thing where it's like, well, you have to wear a mask unless you're eating. I am always eating if I'm in a movie theater. That is law. Also, if the rule is you always have to wear a mask in your house unless you're eating, I would never have a mask on. Like, I'm there's always a beverage. There's always like whenever I read anything about being healthy and they're just like, you should have three distinct meals. I'm just like, I have never sometimes I've realized being home that I struggle to know when to brush my teeth because it's like (laughs) when you know what I mean? I'm just like, when should I be doing that? Because I'm going to brush my teeth and then I have to wait 20 minutes before I can eat again. You guys can't see it because you're not seeing video, but as Liz was talking, a Snickers bar fell out of her shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I just have chocolate stains all over my mouth. <laughs> yeah, the thing that does seem kind of sketchy about this, the CDC director, when she issued this statement, she also said the guidance may change as the scientific evidence continues to be reviewed. What the fuck does that mean? Didn't you, wasn't there like scientific evidence that led to this? Because that kind of sounds like, well, if everyone starts getting COVID again, obviously we're going to have to go back to wearing masks. Well, I mean, they kind of have to say that after like, you know, this all happened and they're like, you don't need masks. And they're like, you need masks. And then they're like, you don't need to stay indoors. You need to stay indoors. Like they do have to be able to be open to being wishy-washy because that's how science works. The more, you know, the more you push things through. But I think they're always going to be that friend that's like, yeah, we should meet at noon unless it's kind of raining. Actually, I'll get back. You know, I'll text you right before I leave the house. And you're just like, all right, dude, just you let me know if you're showing up. Can I just pause real quick? Mm-hmm. Are you recording? Yeah. Who? Me? Yeah. Yeah, why? Oh, because there's no indication of recording on Zoom. Oh, no, I record on, on, I'm recording on the mixer, not on Zoom. I'm an asshole. Okay, carry on. Wow. Wow. <laughs> She's our producer. She needs, she can't get out of the role. She just can't leave the role. I have I'm done sorry. that before. We do a call-in show every month. And on one of those, I looked at the mixer about 45 minutes in and was like, oh, shit, none of this ever happened. Oh, oh no. Yeah, <laughs> it sucks. sucked. I also kind of wonder if this mask guidance now is a thing meant to kind of encourage more people to get vaccinated because now FOMO is going to take over and everyone who's vaccinated is going to be able to do shit and people who aren't won't. Well, what's weird about it is it kind of depends on where you live, because if you're in Texas or Florida, it has never affected you. You've been able to do whatever you want, whenever you want it. It's only when you start to cross state lines, travel, do other stuff that it's going to start to impede on people. But if you're a local person that's never really done anything outside of your town or even outside of your state, I can see how what you're saying is that it should. I think they do think it's going to influence people, but I actually think it's going to have almost no effect on unvaccinated people because it hasn't affected them yet. Yeah. I had so much FOMO just waiting for my first vaccine in the UK when like everyone I knew in the US were like getting their second ones. And I was just losing my mind. I'm like, where is mine? I was just kept checking the NHS website. Like, we're like, when? When can I get it? And they were like, AstraZeneca. I was like, not that one. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got it, though. I survived so far. So I'm in California. So the first vaccination tier here was like friends and family of the movie industry, even though it was supposed to be. like people (laughs) over 60 like for about a month there all of my younger and healthier friends were texting me like hey i just got vaccinated and i'm like hey fuck you i might still die yes (laughs) but eventually i got the vaccination too so now it's fine like once it's the same thing as vaping like i thought vaping was the stupidest thing ever then when i did it it was cool vaping's fine now yeah that's how it works okay yeah got a lot of it's another story a lot of (laughs) shit for vaping when i first started vaping years ago 
Now look at us. Yeah, we're going to get the vaping. We'll get there. Vaping. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Speaking of compelling people to get vaccinated, Ohio has a vaccination lottery going on right now, actually conducted by the Ohio Lottery. And they are going to randomly select five residents who have all received their first vaccine dose. They're going to pick five randomly, and each of those people gets a million dollars. If you are over 18 and live in Ohio and are vaccinated, you're eligible. This this could work. This is how you get people just to move to Ohio, because I was so (laughs) angry. I was so, I was like, I just voluntarily got it. And like, now people are getting free burgers. People are getting millions of dollars. People are getting free seats to like big events. That made me mad. That made me so mad. I'm like, oh, I do the right thing because you're supposed to do the right thing. And now, and it's free, by the way. Like, we're talking about like all of like, a half hour, an hour of your life to go get this thing that's supposed to save you. Like to think about, this is where I get so angry. Like to think about all the people in India that are dying and suffering and are looking for anything. And we're like, hey guys, do you want like a free slushie and a million dollars just so you can do the thing that you should be doing to save your own life? It just, this is the thing out of everything that's happened this year with people not wearing masks and being assholes and having big parties. This is the thing that I want to flip a table about. Is it anybody in Ohio that's been vaccinated? Because I have like three chances of family members getting that million dollars right now. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm excited about that. Anyone over 18, as long as you've been vaccinated, they're pulling the names from driver's license records. My whole life, my whole life, I'm mad at my father from moving out of New York into Ohio, where I was born and raised. (laughs) My whole life, I was mad at him for that. Why did you leave New York? Why was I one brown person in a sea of white? Why did you do that to me? This makes up for it. If he gets that million dollars, all of that's gone. I'm not going to become a comedian. I'm going to med school. Like all that anger is gone. (laughs) I do love the idea idea that he was just like child wait i have i have a plan and you're like and he's like wait it's gonna work out ohio it's gonna gonna work out papa for anything papa papa Papa, why did we move to ohio i like like how you became british this is fun yeah she did kind of yeah no i was like i should have registered to vote in ohio like for the elections every four years when the election comes around i'm like damn it why am i registered in california i should be in ohio where my vote will matter Mm, yeah and now like just me sitting on that just like and now i could be a millionaire Yep. Until I spend one penny, I could be a millionaire. <laughs> Can you just go home right now and go get vaccinated? Like, there's a part of me that's like, it seems worth it to go. I know you're already vaccinated, <laughs> but like, there's a part of me that's like, there's already a woman in like Rome or something that got like six vaccines in one shot. So I think just double up on vaccines, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. go back to Ohio, go get a new driver's license and just take that risk. I think it's worth it. it it's us being in Hollywood and trying to be fam- How is it any different? Yeah. I can just see if my parents won that money. You'd be like, I always knew I was a Shahada. Oh, are you kidding me? I've been, just to get your mom's baklava, I've been being like, this is Shahada. I've been thinking about you. Uh, my address is. Your mom makes baklava? Oh, so yeah. It's oh, fantastic. I fucks so with that. Ohio is also doing a similar thing for people under 18, but those winners just get a college scholarship, which is fucking lame. Fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. Super lame. Because I'm assuming it's too a college in Ohio. Yeah. Any of the Ohio Ohio state university is really good. My parents went there, so I'm allowed to shit on it. Yes. Where they got their education. Maria, it's the Ohio state university. Oh, I know good and well. It's the Ohio state university, but I went (laughs) to Ohio. I purposely didn't give a fuck. You went where? (laughs) Ohio university. Oh yeah. I have they made that distinction. I think when I was in college, it's like, we are the Ohio state university. And uh, well, yeah. Is there a reason that they made a distinction for the, like, was there like some reason for it? I think because Ohio University sucks at sports. Mm-hmm. Oh, because my dad went to like nine colleges because it took him a while to get into the one he wanted. But Trenton State was like that kind, it was like Trenton State. And then they did like a rebranding like 10 years ago and they're like the College of New Jersey. And I was like, you can't just like, you know what I mean? Like, you can't just like make it longer and have prestige. It's Trenton State, like calm down, like. So that's kind of how I feel where you put a the in front of it. And we're like, we know who you are. (laughs) Trenton State is such a weird name because I don't mean to be the nitpicky details guy, but Trenton's not a state. No, it's a a city. It's a city. It's It's our capital. But yeah, it was just like. Isn't that where like the trade schools call themselves? It's like Columbus State. 
Cleveland State, like the you go city, then state, and that's like the two year programs. That might be right. Yeah, that could be. Yeah. I didn't go to that's college. So How would I know? Solved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's talk about this next story. This is the last COVID thing we're going to talk about. I've been wanting to work this story into an episode since I first read it, which was in March. There was this advice column. Slate does a weekly advice column called Dear Prudence. Recently, someone wrote in with a crazy problem. Their mother-in-law won't stop telling people that her three-year-old grandson died of COVID. And here's the thing. This isn't a problem because it's a secret that the kid died. The kid did not die. He never even had COVID. (laughs) But this woman apparently spends her days, as most women in their 50s and 60s do these days, just on Facebook arguing in the comments and things. So she would go in the comments and argue with people about COVID. And then when someone acted like COVID wasn't real, her comeback would be, well, my grandson died of COVID, but he didn't. And her daughter asked her to stop and she will not stop. I don't even know if there's any questions here. It's just such a weird fucking thing. Such a dangerous story because it's just like, you see, you see people are just lying about relatives dying of COVID. No one dies of COVID. I don't know what people who who don't want to wear masks or get vaccinated think, but I don't know if they think no one's died of COVID, but like this just kind of plays into that narrative of like people who, who have known somebody who's died, they're just lying about it. But also what a fucking bummer of a person to argue with. It's like you're having an exchange and they're like, yeah, well, my grandson died of COVID. It's like, all right, fine. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> you can't say well, anything. It's, it's the Trump card. It's the like, you can't argue with me because so it's like, I completely agree that it's like batshit crazy. It doesn't help any case because it is real. You shouldn't have to, you know what I mean? Make stuff up because it is real. But does anybody else do this? Like I go into like fantasy fight and whenever like I am on a service road and people like fucking speeding down a service road, there's a stop sign. I do this badass thing where I just walk really slow to show that they shouldn't be speeding. This is where my Karen comes in. They shouldn't be speeding and you could have hit somebody. And I put my body in front of the way and I give a dirty look. And then I have this fantasy fight where like they'll be like, are you fucking crazy? I'll be like, there's a stop sign. And then I'll be like, my son died because <laughs> someone didn't stop at a stop. Like, like I always have these fantasies or like I say something bitchy and they'll be like, what the fuck? And I'll be like, my whole family died in a fire today. Like I've never said it out loud, but I have these fantasies that somebody's going to be like, you're being a stupid bitch, which I'm probably am. And then I would have like this Trump card where I'd be like, I lost my whole family in a fire yesterday and I'm allowed to be a cunt. Like, like, I love that you said my son died because you obviously don't have a son. Like you wouldn't say sister or somebody who actually is there because like for some reason it feels weird to like say that somebody who's real has died. But she's yeah. actually said her grandson. And it's just yeah. like what like it feels like she's got beef against her grandson. Like she's just like, well, you know, Mother's Day came and went last year. No card. So may not be dead, but dead to me. You it's know? a secret wish like i didn't get the grandson i wanted so i'm just gonna kill him off in every comment section yeah yeah she's like <laughs> he's not dead but it sure would help for the sake of this argument i wanted yeah. a granddaughter no one listens to me and my request would it kill him to be dead come on yeah <laughs> I'm kind of with Liz, though. I would love to just pull this on someone at some point. I'm a cursed guy, though. I feel like you do this, and even if you don't have a kid... It's, any, it's bad It's yeah. bad life karma. Like, it's not... You're putting it out there. I yeah, like any that. kid you have is <laughs> going to die of COVID, even if it's not a thing anymore. People will be like, shit. <laughs> Did back? kids die of COVID? I don't know. There have been some cases... I don't know, like they were worried about babies because it's about immune system. As a baby, you don't have a strong immune system. The reason kids don't seem to be showing symptoms and or getting sick is because when you're young, you actually have a pretty good immune system unless, you know, you have some other issue. And then, you know, as you get older, you're autoimmune. But like there was like a 13 year old boy that died of it. He was overweight. Like there are some cases of some children, but nobody like three or at least not that I think or whatever. But the biggest issue with children is that they're like silent carriers because they have a strong immune system and they don't get sick, but there's symptomless carriers. Yeah. Is anyone still using Facebook? Like that's always the weirdest part of any Facebook story to me. It's like, why are you still on Facebook? You just No, it's like being at a club and my parents showed up. It's like, well, let's go find somewhere else. It's just, yeah, it's no, I'm never, I never post on Facebook. I mean, sometimes I I post all the same stuff I post elsewhere because I still have fans there. But what's weird about it is it gets misinterpreted. So if I post what I believe to be a funny joke anywhere else, there's like, ha ha ha, so you're crazies. And I put on Facebook and they're like, I'm so sorry. 
you're like, nope, nope, that's, <laughs> these are jokes. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I abandoned all my Facebook fans. Like, I, I have a decent Facebook fan page in terms of subscribers, and I'm just like, fuck, you're going to have to no, come to Twitter or on. something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck this. All right, let's take a quick break, and then we'll be right back. And we're back. Let's talk about this next story. This is another one I've been hoping to work in for a while. A woman who did not know she was pregnant delivered a baby mid-flight on a flight from Salt Lake City to Honolulu. Lavinia Munga, 38. Luckily for her, not only was there a doctor on board, there was an entire team of neonatal intensive care nurses on the flight also. Lonnie Bamfield, Amanda Beating, and Mimi Ho. I just said their name so I could say that last name. That one was pretty great. This always seems weird to me, but I guess it's more common than you would expect. Women getting pregnant and not knowing. You always hear about it. And then, you know, when you start to gain a little weight, you're just kind of like, maybe I'm pregnant and I don't know. Like, maybe I've been pregnant this whole time. (laughs) You have to have no friends. I hate to say this. You have to have no friends. (laughs) Like, if my period is a week late, Maria knows about it. My friend Adrian knows about it. My roommates know about it. Both dudes. Because it's a problem. And I haven't even had sex in a while. And I'm still like, it could be a baby. Like, I'm, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, it's just weird kind of situation where like we are so in tune. Getting your period is both like the worst thing to happen to you that month and also such a relief because it relieves just all the things that kind of suck or whatever. So it's just like you didn't get it for eight to nine months and you, you didn't even think you didn't, you didn't think. Well, I think it. the problem is that a lot of women have a regular period. So it wasn't really I mean, like, I don't know. They do I have get, a regular. Period. I do get a regular period. Like I get. I don't, but like, I understand the concept of regular periods, but eight months, nine months, like also, like you said, you gain a little weight, you feel weird. As a woman, any mood swing, you have anything you do. That's weird. The first thing they go, Oh, maybe you're pregnant. Maybe you're pregnant. Maybe you're pregnant. My dad's like, you can't get pregnant. My dad has said that to me. You can't get pregnant. You're not married. Almost 40. You can't get, you know what I mean? But like, even my dad, if I had been like, yeah, I'm just not feeling right. And I gained 10 pounds. My dad'd be like, maybe you're pregnant. And then I'd be like, I can't get pregnant, dad. I'm not married. But like, it's everyone says that as like, it's the first thing everyone says. How's nobody made a you might be pregnant joke? (laughs) I knew a woman once who told everyone that she, this happened to her. She had a baby and didn't know she was pregnant. Her claim was that she had her period the whole time she was pregnant. And I never thought to Google that until just now, but she was lying because (laughs) that seems from just the brief answers I've found here, scientifically impossible. So maybe she just was late on the abortion. There was a a weird, unique story. And it's happened to like eight women in the world where this woman had two separate pregnancies. Like, so she got pregnant. They clearly had sex. And then she got pregnant again. And so, you know what I mean? So she technically, so they're not really, they're not technically twins because the inception was at different times. Technically the best part about being pregnant is you can't get pregnant again. Like that's half, you know what I mean? You don't get your period, you can't get pregnant. It's like the only good thing about it, but it's like this very rare thing or whatever. But like, unless you're like a teenage girl that's never been educated about this, you can't be 38 and not know you're pregnant. That's insane to me. That's absolutely insane. Yeah, it does seem weird. Also weird, the story mentions that because they were still three hours from landing, they had to set up a makeshift NICU on the plane. I'm like, can't you land somewhere else? But I guess not if you're flying to Hawaii. No, it's all Pacific. Yeah. It's bad luck. If sitting next to a crying baby is bad, how bad is it sitting next to the person that delivers a baby? Like that's the worst seat you've ever had. Yeah. She did it in the bathroom, which I was like, well, what about people who have to use the bathroom? I guess there are several. If it's a, pl- a flight to Hawaii, I'm imagining it's, it's a larger plane. But that's kind of, just kind of gross, isn't it? Just it like is. someone's just yeah. insides. Oh, God. Also, can you imagine you don't know what's happening and you go up to the front of the plane and they're like, you have to use the back. Someone's having a baby. <laughs> sorry. Sorry about that. Yeah. Sorry. Oh. What? <laughs> Yeah, they said she did have the presence of mind to grab the baby before it fell into the toilet, which everything, all of my understanding about airplane toilets is that once you flush it, that just goes out into the sky. So Yeah, you wouldn't flush it, would you? It would probably get stuck. Yeah. But like, (laughs) she then passed out. She then, she was like, oh, catch my baby, my baby. And then she passed out. Yeah, she she passed out. They had to set up an emergency NICU. They uh, used an Apple Watch as a heart monitor and shoelaces to cut the umbilical cord. So now we 
we probably can't fly with shoelaces anymore. Now that we know they can cut things. <laughs> actually pro shoelaces. Over. <laughs> yeah. Remove your shoes and the laces. They also made an oxygen mask with first aid tape. I don't know how that works. And a baby beanie out of a passenger's already worn Reebok sock. That kid's going to have athlete's head. That's disgusting. Uh, you can just that is disgusting. go without a beanie or make it out of napkins or something. There's so I'm much material on a plane. There's so much There's, material. Like, what are they saying no to? Like, oh, I have a used maxi pad. They're like, no. <laughs> can we use one sock? of those blankets? Those are for passengers who paid. <laughs> Thank you. That's first class. I'm so sorry. <laughs> also, can we talk about this like MacGyver? Like, you remember like the scene in Apollo 13 where they're like, what do you have? And they're like, we have some duct tape. We have a pipe. And we have like space ice cream. And they're like, I got you. Take the wrapper from the ice cream. You're going to make this. It's going to help you with the landing gear. Like, it just feels like the same thing. They're just like, what do we got? We got shoelaces. This is how I feel like about Maria. This Liz's goes. dream. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, I do do that. One. No, Maria, I swear to God, Maria will come into my apartment. I have such a bachelor refrigerator that she'll be like, let's make lunch. And I'd be like, dude, I haven't gone grocery shopping. And she's like, I can figure it out. She's like, okay, you have toothpaste, <laughs> you have rice, and you have olive oil. I'm, I'll make I'll make some kind of minty pesto. <laughs> <laughs> There's also a fun quote from the doctor who delivered the baby in this article. Our biggest fear was having her and the baby crashing at the same time. And I think that's everyone's fear on an airplane. Right? <laughs> like was yeah. crashing the right choice crashing, of words? Like, yeah, oh. <laughs> Heart rate. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> got nothing for that one she named the baby raymond i hope it's because of the tv show but she let the doctor pick the middle name and the doctor's daughter chose kaimana which means power of the sea and that's stupid because they were in the air when this happened yeah i thought that too i was like you mean power of metal flying through air there's no power <laughs> of the sea in this whatsoever power of wind maybe also she let the doctor pick the middle name and then his teenage daughter chimes up with this really complicated middle name. And she, I, I would be like, I said the doctor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 The guy with a degree. Like, Although I'm just she's not registering that, that name. I'm just glad they didn't name it after the doctor. That would have, I hate like, oh, you're, just, yeah. you're just a guy that was there. I don't give you any credit. Kid's Sorry. middle name should have been Delta. It's the flight they were <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, I was thinking that. A first name could have been like Howie. Cow. <laughs> <Like Al. laughs> or surprise. Oops. Is it good one? I like um, to think the daughter picked that name because she was really annoyed with the whole situation and was just like, can we just I'm crash into the fucking ocean right now? <laughs> I'm on vacation and this lady is having a baby. I, I felt bad for the, I felt, yeah, I felt bad for the nurses. Cause they're like holiday vacation, going to Hawaii. <laughs> oh fuck. We have to work on the flight on the way over. This is overtime. I'm charging. Yeah, if I was a doctor, I'd be that one who, on an airplane, when they shout out, is there a doctor? I'd wait a couple minutes to see if there was another doctor there might be first. some other doctor. Yeah, when, <laughs> when they're walking up, I'd be like, let me know if you need help. Because right. for one thing, I'd be way too high and drunk to actually perform doctorly duties. I'm like... Who doesn't party before they get on an airplane? You crazy? <laughs> Can I tell a funny story? No, Liz. So, Stay on track. <laughs> so both my parents are veterinarians, and so they're volunteering to do vaccination clinics. So I find it so funny that, like, there is a tier of, like, doctors. So, you know, they'd be like, is there is there a doctor? And I know my vet parents would be like, I've delivered kittens. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's just so, I'm just waiting. Like, hopefully they'll travel more when this stuff is over. They never really traveled because they were working. But I do find it funny that they're doing these vaccination clinics and they're like bottom tier. Like, it really is like nurses, doctors, retired doctors, retired nurses, EMT. Like, I was telling this to Maria the other day. Like, veterinarians is not even on the list. But they're like, I will take it. We need bodies. We need people to give vaccines. But I, I know the same thing would be for the flight where they'd be like, is there a doctor? And they're like, does it have a tail? Like I can help. <laughs> that, that actually make a great sitcom. Like just a like a bunch of doctors doing this thing, and then the veterinarians are helping out too. But they're kind of looked down on. But it turns out they're the real superheroes who know a lot more than the specialist doctors. It's true though. And every zombie apocalypse, the doctor is the veterinarian because yep, they know true. how to do everything. So my mom's always like, we treat the whole body and just because the heart's in a different place doesn't mean that I can't do heart surgery and I was like I think it does mom it but whatever kind of does <laughs> yeah yeah when you brought up that would be a good sitcom I thought you were going to say people with tails because that 
would be a good sitcom. Definitely the funniest <laughs> moment in Orphan Black, if you've ever seen that, is when a dude gets <laughs> his little fucking wagon tail cut off. So great. Well, we can hybrid it. Like doctors and veterinarians working together to like help with a pandemic and they all have tails. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we wrote a show. I like great. that. Yeah. We are going to be rich. Let's talk about Texas. If we have to, I very briefly considered moving to Texas at one point during the pandemic. And I have no idea. Like, why. like all the comedians moving to Austin right now. Yeah. I wasn't going to go to Austin though. I would have went to, I don't know, San Antonio, maybe Houston, something like that. Texas is a fucking nightmare. Case in point, there is new legislation that would ban abortions after six weeks. It's headed to the desk of Governor Greg Abbott, who is expected to sign it. Hey, remember that woman in the last story who didn't know she was pregnant? Yeah. If she wanted an abortion, nope, not under this Texas law, because six weeks is very early. Like a lot of women. Most women don't know. Yeah. That's too early. And that's one of the obvious problems with it. But also the six weeks thing isn't set in stone. It actually bans abortion as soon as a heartbeat can be detected, which is also misleading because really early on, a lot of times what people think is a heartbeat is just fetal tissue flapping around. And that's the sound you're hearing. Yeah. And like the burrito you had, we all know that it's just like, it's just being digested and it makes weird sounds and it sounds like a heartbeat. Burrito baby. Yeah. There are no exceptions for rape or incest, which is bonkers, only for medical emergencies. But I think the craziest part is this law is going to be enforced by private citizens. So if you know someone who got an abortion past six weeks as a Texas resident, you can sue that person, whether you have any connection to them or not, whether you have any connection to the abortion provider or not, you can sue them, you can sue the doctor, you can sue the person who drove them to the abortion clinic. Any Texas resident can sue anyone for having an abortion. Any Texas resident except the rapist or the father or uncle who fucked you. Right. They're, they're not allowed to sue. But anyway, I mean, which was a nice line to draw, I feel. But yeah, that's nuts. That reminds me. Do you remember like when citizens arrest was a big thing? Can you still, as a citizen, arrest people? Uh, remember in the 80s, everybody was talking about citizens arrest. And I think in like the police academy movies, for some reason, I remember the one with the high pitched voice making a citizen's arrest, which is weird because I thought she was a police officer. But like, <laughs> you could just do that. But the problem with, like with citizens arrest is you can't detain so it's like you can't like I don't even know what it legally means to citizens arrest someone. But if you sue someone, do you have to have the money for a lawyer to sue somebody, though? Right. Or. Oh, I bet there are going to be religious groups who will foot that bill for. Oh, you. I see. That, That's that a I, huge problem. I guarantee that will be a thing. I, tons of states have similar laws that they're trying to get passed and what have you. It's so hard to listen to this and not be like, if this was on the man, if the men had to have the babies, I mean, there would be not only zero laws, it would be just like, we now have it where it's like, what, you can't have an abortion in what, the fourth trimester? I forget what the trimesters are, that, how, like how late you could technically right have. Is this 12 months in? Fourth trimester? Twelve months in, you're only pregnant for nine. I know, but like four trimesters, that's three months. So the fourth one would be at the ninth to twelfth oh, month. Oh, then I just don't know what I'm talking about. But like, you know what I mean? So I guess third trimester, whatever it is, there's a line that we have made that was like, hey, man, you can't. This is too much. Like you this can't. This thing's a thing now. <laughs> this thing's yeah. a thing now. It actually becomes even more dangerous for not just the baby, for the for the woman or whatever. So there's this thought process that like we have decided to make regulations so that everything is safe and healthy and people have choices and da 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 da. And they're basically just saying like, you know, whatever, you don't have choices. It doesn't matter. But we all know that if this was put on the men, they'd be like, oh, yeah, after it's born, you can just throw it out the window. Like, that's whatever you want to do, because I don't want the responsibility. I just don't understand why we believe that because women have children, that it's completely their like not even their fault that this is 100 percent always going to be their responsibility. And then, of course, they don't take I mean, the. They don't take care of anything. You don't pay for the hospital bills. You don't let women not work afterwards. They have all these statistics online that every single country gives, what, a couple weeks of paid child leave and the U.S. Yeah. is zero. There's no guarantee that we're going to help you in any capacity to raise this kid. Or that you'll have a job when you go back or that you won't yeah. get fired when you say you're pregnant. It's the vigilante justice that really bothers me about this because that's basically what it is. And I think a thing that would probably lessen support for this law and that should have been a part of it is what about suing the dude? Because he like he had a part in it. And if he can sue a woman for having an abortion, 
without his consent, then it stands to reason that if he consents to her having an abortion and it happens after six weeks, fucking sue him too. Why can't we sue them for getting you pregnant in the first place? I want to start suing people that get me pregnant. I think that should be how it is. I didn't want to be pregnant. You need to pay. Not even childcare. You, the fact that I'm pregnant and I need extra pretzels. I'm suing you. I'm suing you for pretzel money. It's our weird magical bodies that recreate <laughs> that need to be controlled and, the, and kept down. Yeah, that's the real problem, I think. Yeah. yeah. A wizard. So. Nobody you made it you. sound like you've had so many abortions. <laughs> I never it really did. Never. You've guess, never been pregnant, but I know. <laughs> I Which is so funny because I have a line in my stand-up literally being, literally about the fact that I've never been pregnant. I've never made a mistake. Like, I'm bragging about just how, <laughs> and it's all because I don't drink. Like, it's all about, like, I don't make mistakes. I've never been pregnant. But it is, yeah, I'm fine with people thinking I've had 40 abortions. Yeah, it sounded like a reverse class action lawsuit where there's just... I want pretzel money. Start suing these guys. <laughs> dozens and dozens of defendants. <laughs> Let's talk about this next story. This is an interesting take on anti-trans legislation, which has been, boy, the middle of this podcast got really dark. There have been all these anti-trans bills going around. Most of them deal with one of two things, sports or medical care, specifically kids transitioning when Republicans, I guess, feel like it's too early. And the sports bills are meant to prohibit trans youth from participating in female designated sports programs and the other one would criminalize providing trans affirming medical care to minors there's a slate writer by the name of evan urquhart sure who has an interesting theory about this he says it's eugenics and a lot of people are saying it's eugenics and if people are unfamiliar the short definition of that is arranging reproduction in a way that increases the occurrence of desirable characteristics in a population that's some white supremacist shit that has been discredited a long, long time ago. But uh, this article argues that because trans legislation is aimed at cleansing society of the wrong sort of people as soon as their difference makes itself visible and promoting the right sort in their place, it's eugenics. And I think that's accurate, right? I just all of this, this article and the one before is just about not letting people have autonomy to their body. Yeah. I just why is it your problem? Why does it matter? How does it affect you? How does it affect you? I'll yeah. just never understand that. And especially with the sports thing, when is the last time you heard like trans women, for one thing, are such a small part of the American population, like half of 1%, I think less than half of 1%. And they definitely aren't a huge population in high school sports. So this is just a thing meant to punish people for being the way they are and getting it on the public record. But yeah, it's not impacting anyone. Trans women have been eligible to participate in the Olympics since 2004. And I don't know if any trans woman has even tried to qualify for the Olympics, but none have. It's really hard to participate in the Olympics. Yeah. You gotta work out and stuff. Like, it's really difficult. It's gross. <laughs> it's fucking gross. You gotta work Tons at Home of- Depot if you're in the United States because we don't support our athletes. It's crazy. I, like, over and over again, they have these, like, case scenarios. What if some girl joins the track team that was previously a boy and then they're really good they're really fast and then they get a scholarship and then they end up going to the olympics and you're like okay why don't we figure it out when it happens like why don't we talk about it when it happens why don't we talk about the teammates why don't we talk about the other athletes why don't we you know what i mean like why is it like these like fantasy scenarios when they haven't even occurred yet And also most of the younger generation is so open and thoughtful. It's all the older generation being like, but our kids are going to be upset. And the kids are like, Hey, I'm not upset. Yeah. I'm not upset. And they're like, look, she doesn't even know she's upset. Like, (laughs) Like, it's just so ridiculous. Yeah. I think this is also kind of a careful what you wish for thing, because the alternative here is if you make it so trans women can't compete in women's sports, well, what happens when you're, pretty boy Texas high school quarterback is getting pancaked by a trans woman linebacker. (laughs) Then they're going to be like, you have to go compete in women's sports. Get out of here. Why don't they split sports up by weight? Isn't, has that been considered just dividing it in weight categories? Yeah. Either weight or age. That's what they do with little league baseball. Girls play little league baseball all the fucking time. It's just once we get to high school, they're like, no, you can't do this anymore, which is dumb. I think baseball, maybe basketball, but probably baseball will be the first sport that eventually integrates women. 
also like, doesn't this just show how much emphasis we put on sports where you're just like, literally they could get a scholarship and they, they could have a better life. And you're like, maybe sports shouldn't be the only way that you can have a better life or that you can get this kind of positive attention. Like, cause there's nobody saying anything about like trans women can't get the same education. It has nothing to do with brain power or anything. Like there's no, they're not, cause we all know women are smarter. They're not being like women have an advantage <laughs> because they're smart. Like, so it's all about just the fact that what men are stronger or whatever, and they might have some kind of physical advantage. But like, if they're on estrogen, I would love to know even just like the studies of like, if you're having estrogen pumped into you, does, do you still have that muscle mass, which I think you wouldn't, I mean, I'm speculating and I have no idea, but the truth of the matter is, is that if they are taking hormones that might also even affect their ability to be as strong as they might previously have been. Yeah, it just seems punitive. It seems like this is a thing meant to punish people. You're welcome for me explaining what punitive means. Uh, (laughs) I don't know why I had to do that. But yeah, even the thing with kids transitioning too early, which again, the fuck do you care? Like, what does anyone care? But even with that, the argument doesn't really work because in that situation, a kid would normally take puberty blockers, which kind of halt your development until you can make that decision. So even that isn't, it's not protecting kids. It's and those not like, were created for kids who were going through puberty too early, weren't they? Like it wasn't about yeah. for trans kids, which like kids shouldn't be going through puberty at nine. So maybe we should just stop pumping hormones into cows. And, you know, like I shouldn't have had boobs at 10, you know? Same. Right. <laughs> I was a fat kid. They called me homie big chest. When I was like 11. <laughs> Do you remember like homie don't play that? Yeah. I still don't get the connection, though. They just the word. It's just the word homie. (laughs) (laughs) Homie big chest. Yeah. All right. Let's take another break. And then me, Liz and homie big chest will be back. Hi, we're two non-doctors. I'm Liz Mealy. I'm Maria Shahada. We have a podcast. I don't know how we got it. Well, we're comedians. We stopped getting actual stage time, so we turned to the internet. We Um, have a lot of questions about health. We talk about what we want to know more about, and then we ask our fans to tell us if we're right. And we're very rarely right. We're never right. We've been learning a lot through Google. Our first episode is about Maria having misophonia, to me discussing dyslexia, stuff that people feel like they know a little bit about and want to know more about, to us discovering stuff neither of us knew much about like ASMR. My mom's on the show. My mom is a veterinarian. I'm pretty sure she's going to replace us at some point. We are on the Unpops Network. They saw our potential and was like, we think someday you guys will actually have value. (laughs) Which is an unpopular opinion. (laughs) If you're not doctors, don't don't listen listen to us. (laughs) Seriously, guys, we don't know what we're talking about. And we are back. This next story is terrifying. It is absolutely terrifying. Good news. The U.S. Space Force, which I still think we do need, but that's a whole other argument, plans to create augmented humans for unimaginable military strategies. Unimaginable is a quote from the fucking military. And here's the thing. uh, Don't. Don't do this, please. Why? Like, Space Force Chief Dr. Joel Moser says this is imperative in order to maintain military dominance. Here's a quote. You could put an individual into a state of flow where learning is optimized and retention is maximized. This individual could be shaped into somebody with very high performing potential. And that sounds bad, but I don't know if this sounds better. This is another quote. Whilst it is envisaged that humans Mm -hmm. will continue to be central to the decision-making process, conflicts fought increasingly by robots or autonomous systems could change the very nature of warfare as there will be less emphasis on emotions, passion, and chance. And I've said for a long time, the military and the NFL are two industries we could definitely replace with robots. But I want to amend that to just the NFL. I don't think we should teach robots how to do war. It seems dangerous. Aren't, aren't there like 14 movies about this exact scenario? Oh, yeah. Are there? Oh, yeah. Like, we make robot fighters, and then they, like, all of a sudden are like, I don't want to fight your war. And they're like, da-da-da-da. Like, oh, yeah, I pictured, like, Star Wars or something, and they had those robots, like, are they drones? What are they? Those guys that march? I'm, <laughs> oh, I'm now I wish marching. this was a video podcast. I'm doing a little <laughs> marching movement. Like, you should all know what I'm fucking talking about. Yeah, I don't understand if they're talking about having robots fight or if they're talking about optimizing humans to fight or both. I think it's a little bit of both. Because one of the things Elon Musk talks about 
all the time. And one of the things he's working on is something called Neuralink. And what Neuralink would basically do is take your phone and put it in your head. So when you needed to make a call, you just do it in your head. When you needed to pull up so information, it would like come up in an interface that you can see inside your head. And he's been saying for the longest time, the only thing keeping us from that is that internet isn't fast enough. And that 5G internet will change that. So Doesn't Elon Musk have a daughter? Yeah. That's going to be a nightmare for her. She's never going to have any autonomy. She's going to be like, you know, I used to say you're going to the library and then you'd really be out smoking cigarettes with your friends or whatever. And she can't do that anymore because he's definitely already implanted a chip in her head. Well, that's the thing. No one will be able to go anywhere unmonitored once that happens. Like you can't now. Like the only difference between that and us right now is we carry that chip in our hands instead of knowing sorry you know what's upsetting is knowing that like you have to get the insurance on your headphone you know what i mean like before you were just like oh you know i just won't drop it and now it's like it's in my brain like that's brain surgery yeah and people do it i'd like to see homeland again but with microchips instead of phone can you know how many times i've watched people like take the sim card out of their phone and drop their phone and sim card as they were trying to hide from whoever is chasing them on homeland you know how they have the like what is it like it's a twitter account of seinfeld but like this time with like modern seinfeld so it's like they wouldn't be leaving messages on answering machines and shit i would love to see like homeland where it's like they couldn't get rid of that chip it would make a much harder story to tell us not helping this conversation (laughs) (laughs) i mean i would just like homeland back i love that show god it's so good i just finished it great it's great but yeah and it if that comes to be where we have the ability to just implant all of the information that's in your phone, in your head, the people who don't do it are going to be like almost kind of second class people because everyone else will have this augmented ability to access any information in the world without having to have a device or anything. And the rest of us are going to be fucking dialing up phones like a bunch of rubes. Yeah, but people always deny technology, right? So it's like, you know, smartphones came out and there were tons of people who still had blackberries and just refused to get a smartphone and then everyone got one and it's just like facebook went to twitter and then instagram and people like i'm not going anywhere and then but then people eventually do so everyone will have a everyone will just have to didn't google glasses fail like things fail too at the end of the day certain people put things into the zeitgeist and they fail so if enough people are like no i don't want a chip in my head it'll just fail (laughs) You know, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Because Google glasses, remember, it was like, what, eight years ago, five years ago, they were just like Google glasses, Google glasses. What is any? Huh? What are Google glasses? What you're wearing. But like, think of your your watch, like an Apple watch, but as glasses. So like he was even saying, like, it would be in the glasses, the interfaces in the glasses. I love that you described Google glasses as what I'm wearing, which are glasses. (laughs) (laughs) She gets that part, Liz. No, but like, you know what I mean? But it it would look, it would look like normal glasses, but you would be seeing, instead of seeing my face right now, like you could clearly see my face, but then if you got a phone call, it'd be like Liz is calling and it would be like, you guys, I'm on five other podcasts right now because these are Google glasses. (laughs) I imagine it's like Terminator when he locks on to something and all this information pops up and it's like, yeah, you got to kill this one. I imagine it would kind of look like that. I've never worn Google glasses or had a chip in my head. As far as I know, the chip in the head. I, I You've might. had a chip on your shoulder though. Hey, hey my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> but I imagine Google glasses failed because like if I was on the bus and someone was looking at me wearing Google glasses, I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? What are you looking up about me right now? Why are you looking at me with your Google glasses? <laughs> Seems like it would be a concern. Also, I was just subscribing to your podcast, but if, all right. <laughs> if someone was holding up their phone, pointing it at you, you'd be like, what's up? What are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. I look like a cop to you. Put your phone away. Fast forward. Let's pretend Google glasses took off. I stopped wearing my glasses altogether because I could not figure out how to get it not to fog up as soon as I went outside with my mask. So imagine Google glasses did take off and then everybody's like, fuck these. Like they're fogging up with my mask. Yeah. Oh yeah. These fog up. That's a problem. Maybe they should make Google mask. Like it's, it's a mask, but the still pops up. Right. Yeah. And you, you use your tongue to like 
turn things. No, I like that. I'm done. I like <laughs> that. It's like to turn buttons on. <laughs> <laughs> I think the idea is that there's no buttons once it's in your head. Hopefully. I'm not smart enough to go beyond buttons. I'm still- I can't even imagine not having buttons. <laughs> this augmented all- humans. Is there called like 2.0? I'm like, I, yeah. I, I'm not, I haven't mastered 1.0. I can't <laughs> be a 2.0 human yet. I'm not ready. This article also mentions the possibility of human enhancement, including gene editing, physical and cognitive prosthesis and pharmaceutical enhancement, which all sounds like Nazi shit to me. Like that's what the Nazis were doing. And eugenics, right? Cause they can just mm-hmm. be like, yeah, so that's bad. <laughs> that's- it is. It all sounds bad. In- but I could, I, could I, I go watching Maria do that in real time? That is what he, what? No, <laughs> like, <laughs> this must be stopped. Here's how you know a story is something worth worrying about when none of the major outlets cover it, but everyone ah. else does. Like in this case, if you Google it, the top search results are all like independent websites in Yahoo, which is the one we're linking to. Like if the New York Times or the Washington Post covered this in any meaningful way, which it really seems like they should, that would be one of your top search results. The example of that I always bring up is the Me Too strike that happened at McDonald's. They were the first major corporation to have a mass Me Too action taken against them in the United States. And there was a walkout across 12 states during the lunch rush, this whole thing. And almost no one talked about it. Like the Washington Post, the New York Times, they all covered it, but not in any, not in as big of a way as you would expect them to. And I I have to assume it's because McDonald's spends so much ad money that they're not even going to walk into that fight. I always knew Ronald McDonald was a creep. He just looks like a creep. He sure does. Oh, (laughs) And it's kind of the same thing with this. It's like, if the major outlets aren't covering it, why? Because it's not like this is a conspiracy theory blog. This is information coming from the director of Space Force. So why is no one talking about it? I feel like no one was supposed to talk about it. That's how I felt about with all the alien stuff. Like, for the last year, they're like, aliens, aliens, aliens. And everybody's just like, I don't want to wear a mask. And you're like, yeah. hey, man, we'll get to that in a second. There's aliens. Can we talk about the aliens? Yeah, we could as a society, just could not give less of a fuck about that story. They they roll it out every couple of years and are like, huh? How about these UFOs? And we're like, no, we still don't have time. Sorry. <laughs> New Saw movies coming out this weekend. I'll deal with it after that. Let's talk about Joe Biden. He's a fucking narc. Like we, everyone knows that he wrote, he wrote the crime bill that disproportionately imprisoned black people for like 30 years. But this is extreme. Even for him, the Biden administration has started asking for the resignation of any lower level staffer who's admitted to using marijuana in the past, lower level only though. Otherwise he'd have to fire Kamala Harris because she went, didn't Obama talk about smoking weed? Like Obama talked about smoking weed and doing harder drugs as a teen. That's like firing somebody for smoking a cigarette at this point or taking Advil. Like, I just find it so ridiculous as it becomes more legal everywhere. Yeah, it's very much like firing someone for smoking a cigarette, because at this point, about the same amount of people smoke as people smoke marijuana. Like it's, it's or almost just drink alcohol. Now. You know what I mean? It's becoming it's on its way. I think yeah. in a few years it'll be at the same level of, hey, I'm going to go pick up some weed and I'll pick up a six pack and we'll have a nice night. Like, yeah, I don't like where this is headed. Like it feels like first it's going to be this and then they're going to do something on the federal level because Biden loves arresting people for drugs. He absolutely loves it. And marijuana is still not legal on the federal level so he could at some point just be like fuck it weed's not legal anywhere it's ruining the country man and then fucking dispensaries get shut down how do you prove that a lower level staffer smoked weed oh i'm almost positive you have to pass a lie detector test to get a job in the way you have to pass a lie detector test to get hired by customs and border patrol so i'm assuming you have to pass one to work at the white house too she's gonna have a bunch of squares working at the white house he's fired all his 25 and unders because those are the only people who like wouldn't even bother lying about smoking weed because they don't see a reason why and is this just all because his son like isn't his son a drug user oh yeah didn't one of his sons die 
How many sons? Well, there's Hunter, yeah, and then the end, yeah, there's one Hunted. Of them, one of them died, I think, like five years ago. Yeah, from I don't, cancer, maybe. Yeah, I don't know if that was drugs. I don't. No, no, no it wasn't. I don't think it was drugs. But then care about Joe Biden enough to know what's going on in his family? I just you're setting yourself up to first of all either put people on the offensive and have them lie or what have you or like maria said you're setting yourself up to have the same type of person and the best way to make policy is to have a diversity of mindsets lifestyles backgrounds sexual orientation all that stuff like to have that kind of diversity is how you make policy that supports everybody and our country. And the same statements everybody makes about weed, it harms nobody, it affects nothing. You know what I mean? Like, it's just it's the reason it's getting legalized or has been legalized in certain states. And this is such a giant step back. And it's basically setting people up that what you do at home that doesn't affect anybody, that's really not a big deal is going to affect your ability to grow and have power in our society. Yeah, it's a surprising move from someone who sold himself as like this bridge to a more progressive future. He was like, yeah, I know I'm part of the establishment, but once I'm gone, fucking former CIA agent Pete Buttigieg will be your president. Won't that be better? No, no, it won't at all. And then now he's like, don't smoke the grass, man. Firing people for smoking weed. That It makes no sense. It's legitimately concerning to me. It's a weird move. Yeah. Maybe he's just mad at one person and couldn't figure out how to fire him. So he just... <laughs> Did a sort of sweep of a lot of people. <laughs> it's actually very funny to think that he was just like, I hate this guy. And Kamala's like, I have an idea. We won't say his name, but I know he smokes weed. He's like, I like the way you're thinking. She <laughs> was smoking smoke a joint at the time. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's how she got this idea. Yeah. No, this is fucking, this is so good. Listen. Um, yeah, her and Joe Biden both. And he's like, low level oh, sex. I got it. <laughs> All right, we should probably wrap this up. Thank you both for doing the podcast. I appreciate it. Do you have anything to plug before we get out of here? Our podcast. Do Do Non Doctors. doctors. (laughs) Good job. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, check out our podcast, Do Non Doctors. I also wrote a book called Why Cats Are Assholes that's available everywhere that you can get books and you can read it to your cat so they know more about why they are the way they are. Good (laughs) Awesome. Yeah, I think that's it. Let's get out of here. Liz, say goodbye. Bye. Maria, say goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you.